You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. <laughs> gotta wait. Gotta, gotta wait for it to go through before I'm, we start talking. Otherwise, glad, it doesn't sound right. I'm so glad to see that you do it, too. Oh, like yeah. I was watching out of the corner of my eye as I'm sitting here kind of gyrating back and forth with my little shoulder dance, and I see that you're actually doing Absolutely. one, too. Absolutely, and I hope that our listeners start to do that, too, while you're driving along, and then you're just kind of, eh. <laughs> Let me find that theme music just for my life. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again at Sexy Marriage Radio. Coming to you again live from the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway. So we have people in the audience again. We didn't run them off from the other show we did. We didn't. I think it's because we still have chocolate cake left. I've if you want to go there, I think it's because of us. <laughs> you think? I mean, come on. <laughs> Wouldn't we like to think so? Absolutely. It's, it's good to at least have that illusion that it could be us. So, uh, But anyway, I do love it uh, regularly. People join us. And and binge listen. And binge listen. I, I love how people have actually been introducing themselves this weekend as, hi, I'm so-and-so, and I'm one of your binge listeners. Yes. That, that's like their identity. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good label. <laughs> but this is Sexy Marriage Radio, where we want to hear from people. And, and we love our listeners getting us feedback and, and, and asking questions and giving us ideas and thoughts and even comments and criticisms of, hey, I don't think you guys were right on that, or I want to hear more on that, or you're way off base on that. So... You can send all that information to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com where we, we both receive those emails. Mm-hmm. So we read them all. Mm-hmm. We do. And, and this is not about us looking for ego strokes or affirmation that we are right. Speak this for is... yourself. Wait, speak. <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're right. You're right. This is about opening lines of communication right. among people who should be talking about all things sexual. Uh, I think that we've made it pretty clear on the show that even though we're not catering exclusively to Christians, that you and I both hold a biblical worldview and it is our belief that the church has been way too silent on this topic for way too long and it's really great to have open honest dialogue via Mm -hmm. email with so many of our listeners who do challenge us who do question us who do affirm us and and yeah i admit we probably like the affirmations better than the challenges (laughs) but who 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 doesn't doesn't love hearing that hey i love what you guys are doing and i love the message that you've shared and i love how it's impacted my relationship specifically right right that's that's in great news And, and there was one guy i had to i didn't know if i should cry or cheer but he did say that one of the reasons that he is so grateful for sexy marriage radio is he actually got oral sex as a result of our shows on oral sex that he felt like there was a direct correlation between the two you could put two and two together there yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's yeah, good part I like of me is like yay he got oral I, sex I like but that. the other part is like Wow, why did it take our show? But hopefully hopefully she'll listen to lots of other shows and learn just how much fun there is to be had in the marriage. Well, bed. I think I, I think I can speak for both of us and say that we're gonna be unapologetic in that we want more sex happening in people's bedrooms. Absolutely. That yeah. isn't that the whole reason we're doing this? Absolutely, isn't yeah. isn't this the modus operandi? Yeah, I mean it started as a way for me to have more sex with my wife. And it- <laughs> And then it has grown. Actually, it didn't even work really well. You know, never mind. And she mind. doesn't even listen. Yeah, she stopped listening. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, now she's I, hear, I hear going, from, I'm listening I hear from right the now. audience. I listen. Well, we are glad that people take time out to spend with us every day. And, and that leads us right to what we're talking about today. And that taking time out and making your marriage a priority, mainly into the whole idea of where's your money going when it comes to your marriage? How do you budget 
for marital success? How do you budget to make your marriage a priority? Yeah, we've actually done some shows before on the connection between money and sex, and I'm not talking about paying for sex. I'm, I'm talking not in favor just, of that. <laughs> unless it's offering your wife shopping money in exchange for a quickie. I'm all for that. I mean, let's be real. They're, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for he's, confirmation he's from my wife on, would that work? Or? Cha-ching! <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not above that. <laughs> or maybe I need to up the stakes. Maybe it's a new wardrobe or a vacation or something. Yeah, uh, now I, we're I, talking expensive. No, That's we, an expensive we, quickie. Uh, we, <laughs> um, so we have talked about money to an extent that it um, – it created a need for more, which, you know, we love leaving people wanting more, mm -hmm. but I love it when they're specific about what they want to hear. We got a great email from a guy saying that he had listened to our shows on money. He wants to hear more because, quite frankly, he grew up poor and that he realizes that as an adult, he probably still perceives himself as poor and the idea of committing money to something like marriage counseling or a marriage retreat or even a marriage book mm -hmm. can sometimes be a huge mental block for him when he automatically assumes, nope, I can't afford that. Right. Nope, I can't afford that. I think that that's a really dangerous mentality. I think that you need to uh, consider that maybe you can't afford not to. Because if you think that counseling, marriage, if you think that marriage counseling is expensive, just wait until you check out the price tag for divorce. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm glad that we're doing this show on how to make your marriage a financial priority. Right. Because there are going to be, th there's going to be stuff that comes up. Yeah. Th there's just, there's no way around it. Marriage yeah. comes part and parcel with problems. And just like it would be ridiculous to buy a house and have no emergency fund. So if your refrigerator conks out or if your car uh, needs an overhaul or your kid breaks a tooth and you say, oh, no, sorry, we have absolutely no savings. We have bought so much house that we have absolutely no money. We're house poor. That wouldn't be a safe way to live. Like you would need right. an emergency fund. Well, I think that you need a marital emergency fund. I do. Okay. I think that you need a line item in your budget okay. so that if you ever feel a need for, you know, to spend money on something to address a marriage problem that you don't even hesitate because right. it's not an, it, it's not, uh, it's not prohibitive. So that it's a monthly priority in the way you part out, parse out where everything goes, that something goes towards that. Something goes towards the marriage with there's problems or even what about preventative kind of stuff? I think preventative medicine is a much better form. <laughs> it usually medicine. is more effective. I would say that if a couple will invest in one counseling or coaching session a quarter, every, you know, throughout the year, if they had four sessions with mm -hmm. a counselor a year, I think that would go such a long way, mm -hmm. or even once every six months could go such a long way in keeping lines of communication open yep. and preventing bigger problems, or preventing big problems from turning into much bigger problems. Yeah, absolutely, because preventative is always a better route to go. Right. And incidentally, if you're looking for how do I set up those four times a year coaching sessions, you would send an email to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we would help you out. Absolutely. Uh, whether you want to connect with Corey, whether you want to connect with me, maybe you want to uh, have the wife connect with me and the husband connect with Corey or even vice versa or as couples to one or the other, whatever right. floats your boat, whatever works for you. But we're not even, we're not doing this to promote our no. counseling or coaching services. This is not about us. This is about you being able to provide 
the resources and the help that you need because it has become a line item in your budget. Uh, I'm a big Dave Ramsey fan. I have never hid that. I have often said that if I wasn't such an avid proponent of healthy sexuality, I would probably be an advocate for Financial Peace University. Okay. Yeah, Dave Ramsey's you know program. Yep. We did it several several years ago. Yep. But the whole notion of you need an emergency fund, you need to tell your money where it goes. Very, very important. Okay. Um, and I've had a really interesting conversation one time with a client um, where they brought some issues to the table where it was so evident that, okay, this problem wasn't created in an hour's time. No. So there is no way we're going to solve it in an hour's time that it was very obvious that they needed. I had estimated maybe six to eight sessions together that we could really work together to get to okay. the root of what was driving his particular sexual bus and how it was ripping the scab off of a very old wound in her childhood, triggering her like crazy, creating all kinds of division. But when I told him it would be six to eight sessions and, and what the dollar amount right. would most likely be just to help them budget for right. that, the look on their faces were like, uh, Their jaws hit the floor. Yeah, that that is probably not going to happen. And it's not that uh, that the sessions were all that expensive. It's just they had no budget for it. And so they were saying, well, it, it's been nice meeting you, but yeah, that's not going to happen. And mm -hmm. so I was, okay, well, thank you for your time and right. hope that the one session you had was helpful. A few weeks later, they are back in my office. And I had to ask the question, what changed? Did you guys win the lottery? Was there a death in the family and you got a big inheritance or what? And she said, do I look lighter? And I said, what do you mean? Like you lifted a weight off your shoulders or something? She said, no, literally, do I look lighter? Because uh -oh. I just decided to give up my tanning booth membership. That's how we're affording this now. Light. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was, I was, okay, never mind. I was going a completely different route. We won't even go there. Yeah, so. no, I, I think that she had decided to give up her tanning booth okay. membership and manicures. Right. For a three-month period of time okay. for them to get the help they, that they well, needed. And I thought, wow, right. what a trade-off. Well, there, but there's definite... <laughs> truth to where your money goes that's where your heart is mm -hmm. and i'm so glad Those that she decided so that her marriage was more important mm -hmm. than her skin tan or her skin tone or how her nails looked yep. there's always time to come back around to that later baby yep. but, but i, um, I want to add to it i like the idea of having something that really puts your marriage in a priority for if you, so you could seek out resources that are available but i also want to add to it put put your money into the whole, whole idea of making your marriage a priority by coming to a getaway, by uh, doing date nights regularly, by doing, um, I mean, this is one of the things I, early on in Simple Marriage, um, I had a couple that emailed in and they were going to do a little program I was trying to get off the ground and it failed miserably. And uh, it was one of those that they were, they had decided every quarter they would go to either a retreat or do some marriage-focused something mm -hmm. associated with their church or a group that made their marriage a focus, and it wasn't necessarily counseling or anything like that. It was just okay. We're gonna we're gonna do an extended get over get out overnight quality time. Just just the two of us and make it a priority. Mm -hmm. And that's a I mean that's like every quarter. That's awesome. That's four times a year. Yeah. That you do something. Yeah. And you don't even have to do a whole lot of money towards that possibly yeah. depending well, on what you choose right well you don't have to one of the things that my husband really and my husband and I really enjoy doing is uh, vrbo.com vacation rentals by owner we love to stay in other people's houses maybe there's a psychology to that we especially love staying in other people's lake houses because we don't have to pay for them except for the one or two nights that we're there right but yeah that's always been a fantasy of mine to have property on the water where we could go swimming anytime we wanted or skinny dipping at night or whatever we can do that yep. quarterly uh, vrbo.com it's maybe 200 bucks you know 100 bucks a night 
I think that's a great way to spend yeah. our money. I do not bat an eyelash at spending money on that once every few months. Well, it's... that goes into the shows we've done on vacation sex. That goes into the shows we've mm -hmm. done on vacation sex. And that goes into the shows <laughs> we've done on well, and on vacation. And I mean, on you guys fantasy, know where I'm going, right? Yeah, I mean, that really right. is a fantasy for me. But what boggles my mind, Corey, too, and, and then I want to kind of open it up. I want to give the audience an opportunity to kind of chime in today because I know that there are a lot of people here at our getaway this weekend mm -hmm. that did do some financial finagling to make right. it possible. I mean, there are some people who spent uh, three to four hundred bucks per person on plane tickets so mm -hmm. that's you know times two and then they're paying over 100 bucks a night for the three nights that were here mm -hmm. and that's in addition to the registration and then their meal like they obviously had to do some financial finagling right to make this a priority and so i want to hear from them if they have any creative suggestions or ideas but here's the thing that boggles my mind how some people will let a problem in their marriage fester for so long that it does require either six to eight sections sessions or maybe six to eight months of coaching sessions or counseling sessions when they've had a book all along that they spent $15 on that they've just never put the time and energy into reading. I think that, count, I, I mean, I, I can speak for myself, but I think okay. that I speak for you too. When I sit down to write a book, I'm going to pour everything that I think would be a good thing for them to know on a particular topic right. into that book. I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm going to put as many tools into their tool belt as possible. And the fact that people in our busy, busy society can't even carve out time to just refer to the best tips that that author puts out there in print, I think is, is just sad. And so if you're out there thinking, there's no way I can afford any marriage counseling, getaways, retreats, vacations. You guys are crazy. I can't afford any of that. Start with a $15 book. We're talking about three Starbucks. You know, give up three cups of coffee right. and get whatever book it is out there that you need and start there. Start reading together. Start mm -hmm. opening lines of communication at home. But if you find that you don't have the motivation or the perseverance to stick with that, that's what we're here for. Well, well can't you also... Um... I think you can even go a little simpler. Uh, this is one of the, the stories I love from just Pam and I's journey is um, after our our wedding, we stayed in town an extra day before we left mm -hmm. for the honeymoon. And so that's smart. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be worn out. Oh, and, I was exhausted and, and on the first day of our honeymoon. Because I was the, the idiot that didn't eat all during my wedding day. And so, you know, if you put champagne <laughs> on an empty stomach, it doesn't go well. <laughs> at night and so i was glad to have an extra day to recoup and um so that next night we were in town and it was like hey let's go see a movie so we head to the dollar theater store in in our area and lo and behold there's her parents in line going to see the same movie <laughs> and y'all have been married 24 hours right. but the funny part <laughs> is, is is dad father-in-law is paying with change he's got his change jar <laughs> and that's kind of a fun like i just blew it all on you guys with your wedding, but I've got my change to do stuff. And so I'm, if you think about it, how often do we come home at night with pockets full of change? Mm -hmm. And what do we do with that? Mm -hmm. What if we just set aside a jar that up, oh, it's going in there and that jar, we get to splurge on each other. And maybe if we wait a while, we could have a pretty good jar. That's but if good. not, you still get a night out and you get dinner, you get something to where it's basically, I'm going to steal away some time mm -hmm. with just you. Mm-hmm. And I think you've spoken on this before on some of the trips you've done with Greg where he's kind of surprised you with stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that speaks to a woman's psyche deeply if a husband says, I'm going to steal away some time 
with just you. Mm-hmm. You know, put all this other stuff away. Don't worry about the laundry. Don't worry about all the to-dos. It's you and me, babe. Let's go. I got the kids covered. Absolutely. Or they're out of the house already, so they're not even a problem. Or, But it's just this, I've, you're, you're dedicating some intentional time for them. And mm-hmm. you can use it with change. I mean, the dollar menus at some other places, you can make a game out of that. Sure. You I'm can just, just pack a picnic lunch with sandwiches and go sit in the park on a blanket. We've certainly done that. Um, but here's another suggestion I want to make. I mean, again, I, I'm, I'd love to go on vacations. I'd love to sleep somewhere that it's just out of the norm, you know, someplace new and exciting and adventurous. Make a deal with somebody who lives in a different city. Uh, you know, I know that we have lots of friends in Dallas. We live in Tyler. People who live in the city love to get out to the country and we used to live even further into the country in Lindale uh, and people who live in the country love to visit the city. So sometimes we would make arrangements to just house swap. You're with talking a about swapping Shannon. Oh, no, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not talking about couple or oh, wife swapping I'm or husband you. swapping. Thank you. Thank uh, you. But yeah, take your own linens and towels and leave each other's house as clean as you found it. And you didn't spend any money. The gas it took you to get there maybe. So you can be creative. Yeah, I'm, I'm making eye contact with some people out in our audience that I know live in different parts of the country yeah so parts of the country that we, we would really need like to email visit. addresses please send those to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com so that we know where we can come stay we should start that website that, yeah. that would be a cool idea uh so anyway uh does anybody in the audience have any suggestions any practical uh things that you guys did to make this weekend possible or even just to make your marriage a priority in any particular season of your life we want to hear from you guys by all means so we've set up a totally separate microphone if you'd like to come up as you approach, then we'll know that, okay, somebody would like to share something. But uh, in the interim, I mean, when did you start making it a priority that your marriage was going to need some preventative medicine? Well, yeah, it's gonna uh, need hold on, some... let me, let me, let's back up just real quick because I want to talk real quick about the psychology of why this is important. Okay. Because we all know the importance of it, right? I think everybody sitting in the audience knows, oh, yep, I got that. We've well, heard it before. They're here. We're preaching well, yeah, that's to the true. choir. That's true. They are. They, they took the time out and they're <laughs> walking are, the talk. We are totally preaching to the but, choir. But I mean, think of it that, you know, when I get an extra piece of cake that we had, which was fantastic, by the way, I know that's not good for me, but I'm going to go get a second piece after that. <laughs> Right, and I know, and then take some to your room, right. and then the third, and then I'm going to save some more for tomorrow. And but it's that idea of recognizing that the psychology of I don't want. It's so easy for us as humans to not get just to know the importance of it, but not put the the, the to back it up. You know, it's the same kind of concept of the person that has a a, a brush with death because of smoking, and so they know I got to stop. Mm-hmm. And so what that brush with death makes them stop mm-hmm. until they get so tired of thinking about death that they, now they need a cigarette. They, they now, <laughs> well, but then they're like, it's just not worth it. You know? And so it's, it's, I think that's what we do as people that mm-hmm. I know my marriage is a priority, but then a problem comes in and it's like, well, maybe it's not as much of a priority. And then I'm kind of tolerating that. And then well, maybe it's not as much as of a priority. And so it's just, it's just the idea of it's so easy to become complacent in life because we all live lives of comfort. Mm. We try to create environments that are just comfortable. I think that what you're trying to say, correct me if I'm Thank wrong. Thank you, because I'm seeing a perplexed look on your face <laughs> as I'm talking. <laughs> well, and I'm avoiding look looking at the audience. I have no idea where I'm going to go with what you're saying. Okay. But then it hit me. I had a little epiphany. I think that what you're saying is... Sometimes it's just easier to let marriage happen right. rather than to make marriage happen. Well, and doesn't that fall into what we have this idealized I, belief when we come into marriage that it is just going to be then they all lived happily ever after? 
and it's just going to be a bed of roses. Now that we can have sex, there's no more Absolutely. problems. Absolutely. Well, what problems could could occur? Right. Because we can actually <laughs> finally have sex, and it's legal. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you have we a religious have connotation no to it, idea. that's what it is. Right, right. But it is that whole idea. We think that because maybe dating life was good, marriage is going to be the same. Or because we're exper- we've had some really good years, it's just going to coast right along. And that's the problem with coasting. Mm. Is eventually you stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't go any further. Right. I, I want to go back to the idea of preventative medicine. Um, Thank you for steering us back to a better, a better category. Sure, sure, sure. And, and again, Mike is open uh, by all means. Would love to hear from the audience. Just because we continue to yak doesn't mean that we don't want you to step on up to the plate <laughs> here. Um, the whole thing about preventative medicine, I have had the same counselor for 16 years. I have had an ongoing relationship with the same individual uh, all these years, and my philosophy is I need to see her on occasion whether I feel like I need it or not. Mm -hmm. And even I even have an appointment next week for three hours consecutive Mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, it's been six months since I connected with her. I feel like there's been a lot happening, and I just – I want somebody that I can maintain an ongoing relationship with so that if the bottom falls out, if the winds start to blow, I don't have to start from scratch with a stranger. Okay. That, to me, is scary. That's one of the reasons that I – I'm sure that you have many clients that are the same way, Corey, that – They've been seeing you for years mm-hmm. so that when crisis hits, they're just coming in and picking up where it's they quick, left off. It's a quick tune-up kind of a thing. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a quick tune-up as opposed to a major overhaul. Right. But it is really hard to start from square one with a brand new counselor who knows nothing about you. When you right. have all these major things going on, it would be so much better if you had an ongoing relationship with someone who knows you, who knows your personality, who knows your relational dynamic, who gets what makes your relationship tick mm-hmm. and can usher you to a healthier place in, in, a, in a lot fewer sessions. It actually saves money in the Absolutely. long run, well, I think. That's the whole thing of preventative connected. medicine exactly. it saves money. Yeah. To see your doctor once a year is a lot better than having to have open heart surgery. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. It, a whole lot cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we've got somebody who wants to offer something. Step on up to the plate, Adam. Hi, my name is Adam, and I wanted to sh- share with you uh, our one of the ways we do to, to help budget our money. And one of the things I found is having separate accounts for your finances. Have an account for your essentials, things like mortgage and payments, car payments. Groceries. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so then you have um, a, a, the other account that you handle the rest of the things for. Mm-hmm. So if there's ever a problem, you're taking it from the non-essential account and it creates a lot less stress. Slush fund. Yeah, That's uh-huh. good. Yeah, so you're not having to skip a mortgage payment right, to get exactly. the marriage counseling that you might need. And it avoids conflict. <laughs> I think that's great. And then if the money's there, there's no hesitancy to spend it right. because you've budgeted for that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to uh, give a shout out to the uh, Sexy Marriage Radio Retreat. Uh, this has been a great <laughs> opportunity for us to really connect with both of you. And how and far did you guys come? We came from the D.C. area. So we came so you us. flew here. Yeah. You were one of the nice. couples that, that booked the round trip airfare for you both. I mean, you've made some major sacrifices nice. to make this a priority, mm-hmm. and we are so glad that you both and did. One of the motivations for it was uh, one of the podcasts I listened to where you said, you know, you make a lot of investments in life, and why not make the best investment you can make is in your marriage? And we spend so much time investing in other things, and it, it should be our priority. And so it is a healthy investment and well worth it. Thank you. That is awesome. And what a legacy to leave behind to your kids, that it wasn't that you lived in the nicest house in the neighborhood. It wasn't that you drove the fanciest car, but man, you had a really strong marriage relationship. That's what they're going to remember. Yeah, because that's the beauty is that when you you take off from a family that has had a good marriage modeled, 
they kind of are already starting higher up the, the road. Mm -hmm. you know, and when they see how well mom and dad interact with each other, mm -hmm. that there is respect, there is admiration, there is passion and connection, That's that gives them something to aspire to. Mm -hmm. I think that that's awesome. I, I have said earlier this weekend that the best compliment my daughter ever gave to me was when she said, Mom, when I get married someday, I want a marriage like you and dad have. Can your kids say that? If not, you might want to think about budgeting a little bit more each month toward that marriage <laughs> slush fund. <laughs> get, so get get that uh, relationship and role model territory where your kids are really looking up to you guys. Christina. Hello, my name's Christina. We're from northern Mississippi. And you drove how many hours to be here with us? About eight. Woohoo! Nice. Uh, um, my husband and I, what we did here a while back, we had a do not disturb weekend. He couldn't get off anywhere because of our business. And so we said no cell phones, no Facebook, no nothing for the whole weekend. Did not leave our house, did not spend any gas or anything. You had a staycation. Perfect. Yes, a staycation. Christina, how did that make you feel for your husband to make the suggestion that I want to tune out the world? I want to get off of the merry-go-round. I'll, I'll stop the world and meld with you. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. Okay, yeah, you know I'm not a lounge singer now. <laughs> you know why I'm not. A, but how did that make you feel that your husband threw out this suggestion? Well, actually, I think it was me. Oh, <laughs> hey. Oops. Okay. Maybe right. I should be asking Tracy. Uh, as a matter of fact, Tracy, give us a shot. How did that make you feel that your wife said, I want to spend the entire weekend with no one and nothing but you? Very special. Awesome. I think that's a, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I'm less concerned. A zero cost idea. Yeah, I'm less concerned about who initiates it and, and more concerned about how successful is it. Yeah. Because that's the point, especially if you can get both people on board, that's where you reap the benefits. And, and what I love is that Tracy considered that a compliment that his wife said, I want to spend this kind of time with you. Because I know that there are some spouses out there that would feel suffocated by the suggestion alone. It's not that your spouse is looking to suffocate you. It's that they are looking to drink you up, to eat you up, to just bask in your presence. That is the highest compliment that you can be paid. Well, we have learned the very hard way that we need to love each other and to be beside each other mm -hmm. and to try to pull apart. Mm -hmm. yep. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Christina. Yeah, I love hearing testimonies from our listeners. I'm you are you, a testimony I girl, am a, I yeah, That melts you, doesn't it? It, it, is, it, is, it is my crack cocaine. It is. <laughs> hey, admitting. No, I'm not even going to say it. So. I, I'm a junkie. <laughs> I'm a feedback junkie. Feedback is the breakfast of champions, okay. and I love breakfast. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I have no response to that. <laughs> I do think that overcoming the poverty mentality that many of us are raised in, I think that uh, some of us come from families of origin where there was the mentality of, what, you need new shoes again already? What, you want to do what this Saturday night? What, no, you can't go to prom because we can't afford to buy you a dress or rent you a tux right. or whatever. Like they're, Sometimes our parents were so panicked about money when the reality is is that sometimes we have perfectly good jobs and plenty right. of money and, and marginal funds but we we're just stuck in that mindset right. sometimes we just have to get out of the mindset that oh no i can't afford that you can afford what you choose to afford yeah if it's important to us we figure out a way to make it happen i mean that's just the reality that's where our heart is is where our money goes too i mean it's that we it's amazing to me that that's just the human condition isn't it it's, a, it's definitely an american condition that i could be living in nothing and crying about how woe is me but i got the new iphone 
Yeah, that's true. You know, and, and I got a big <laughs> and screen I got, flat TV. You and know, I got and my I, Air Jordan tennis right, shoes and, and <laughs> okay. not me personally. Yeah. Just <laughs> but, it, but it is just that whole mindset of if it's important enough to us, we figure out a way. And so what is that message you're really saying to your spouse that I'm not willing to dedicate a little bit of money towards you? Isn't that a, a little bit of a slide? towards him? Yeah, totally. Well, and for the husband, I'm going to be stereotypical for a minute, forgive me. And and you can turn the tables on me on this one because I'm sure that women are just as guilty. But yeah, for the husband to say, no, we can't afford counseling, Ethel, don't even bring it up again. But then he's going on a hunting trip with his buddies this weekend. Uh, yeah. That, you well, gotta... that's me time though. I get that. That's, <laughs> my, that's me time. That's important. I'm it trying makes to me a better person you, when yeah. I come home. I'm just trying to keep up with Miss Tyler girl here. <laughs> I, well, I think that the Mississippi accent rubbed off on us from Christina just now. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure that women do the same yep. thing, that we can put money toward certain things, but to spend it on... Well, yeah. I mean, that, I think that would fall into, I don't know, I, I can't get away, but I can get away to get my hair done. Yeah. Or my nails or mm -hmm. buy a new outfit or... Yeah, I think that uh, moms are really great at spending money on their kids with reckless abandon, making sure the kids have the iPhones and the Air Jordans and all that kind of yep. stuff. But when it comes to putting money where her marriage is, that can be a struggle for her. I just want to shake her and say, what your kids need most from you is not the latest technology, is right. not the latest fashion. What they need from you is a rock solid marriage relationship being modeled for them in their home. Uh, so now we get to hear from Raquel, who flew in all the way from Milwaukee, Wisconsin with her husband. That's right. And just to piggyback on what you said about um, kids needing to see the rock solid marriage, the kids are the reason that we are here in the first place. Um, we um, are parenting teenage boys, and wow, we've always made our marriage a priority. For, we've been married 16 years. And, um, Congratulations. We, thank you. Did we really realize um, that we really needed to step it up a little bit trying to parent teenage boys? Um, <laughs> and we recognized their need for having he healthy, the, the message of healthy sexuality and going forward with the things that they're starting to encounter at these young ages. We came across Shannon at a retreat in California and thought, gosh, we need to have her come talk to our children. So they were the first impetus on, I didn't know about sexy marriage radio um, until exploring the idea of getting her in front of our teenagers and to help them work on issues. So then, in doing so, um, my husband and I realized that, oh gosh, well the kids, okay, the kids are a priority, yes, our marriage is a priority as well, and we need to get here and take it another step further. That's good. And I have to give a shout out to Raquel and her husband as well. Uh, you know, most people uh, reach out and say, you know, how can we instill these values in our kids? Uh, but then, you know, when I say, well, connect with your church or, you know, try to put together some t sort of event, yeah, it falls short there. It's just like, well, yeah, that's, you know, that's not going to happen. They're just not passionate enough about making it happen. Raquel took it upon herself. She hosted her own event, put her own money on the line, gathered the community together, talked to tons of moms, uh, had their own own event in a high school uh, you know, meeting room, uh, she cared enough about her own kids to make it happen. And I just have been so, so impressed with the how awesome. she, they haven't just made their marriage a priority, yeah. they've made their kids a priority with this whole message of healthy sexuality. So, Blessing for the kids that attended that workshop too. I heard from the parents that the kids were much more open about talking. I mean, she's just frank and tells, I mean, kids messages that kids aren't hearing. Um, anywhere else. So it was a huge blessing for them. To okay. open lines of communication between them and their parents. Priceless. <laughs> yeah, that's, Priceless. that's the stuff we've said before that when you, if you, if you have a married life that's being bogged down because of children, you need to realize children are going to leave. 
Mm-hmm. You want That's that. temporary. Right. Parenting is temporary. Right. If we're doing our job well. And I, and I tell my kids <laughs> that. I, I tell my kids that your stay here with us is temporary, so plan accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I keep asking my 20 and 23 year old, what's that sound? What is that sound? Snip, snip. Oh, that's apron strings about oh. to be cut. You're about to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a raise and then we'll get to do more marriage <laughs> retreats and, and vacation rentals and all of that. Sorry, did I interrupt you? No, no, no. That's it. It's just, but it's to recognize that we should, if we make our marriage a priority, we need to keep in mind in, in our focus that it's easy to dive into kids, especially when they're young, because they're so, they're sponge and they just they're spill needy. it back. And, they're high maintenance. And, well, you're looking at it from the other side. I'm looking at <laughs> it course. from, I'm looking at it from the side of how easy is it to get your emotional needs met from a kid who will just uh, soak that up right. and return it. Right. Oh, mommy and daddy, you're the greatest. But you what know? about pouring into your spouse? Right. Who doesn't but, always. Because they're going to the leave. Greatest. And then what are you going to do? You're going to look at your spouse and go, who are you again? Exactly. You know, and yeah. so you've got to keep that constantly working. Yeah. Let's hear from one more audience member before we wrap up. Cheryl and her husband flew here from Delaware. Delaware. Um, but we really, I mean, we're blessed um, because he has a retirement check coming in and stuff. We didn't have to fight for our finances, but something as simple as my 20 year old right now, she's trying to plan a trip around Christmas to go to Disney. And something very simple that she did is um, they're packing their lunches for every day before they go to work and they're not going to Wawa and they're not going to Chick-fil-A five times out of the week. Mm-hmm. Simple things like that, you know, it's, it's those not few like dollars add major, up. It's not like major sacrifices right. that you always have to make. It can be those little things. You were talking about the change in the jar. Mm-hmm. We still have a pig <laughs> in the in the bedroom, and you know, at the end of the day, feed the pig. Emptied, and the <laughs> yep, the pig gets fed. You know, it's good. So it's good. It, it's just little things. Yeah. yeah, and I also have to give a shout out to Ray and Cheryl. They contacted me a few weeks ago and said we are having a major garage sale, and God's laid it upon their hearts to donate the money. For the garage sale to support a woman at the well who can't afford to come on her own. Awesome. So not only are they making their own lives and marriages a priority, they're trying to help other people. And even having a big garage sale to make that possible, that's that's dedication. Sometimes being able to bless someone else is a blessing in disguise for yourselves. That's so in seeds well into the kingdom, stated. baby girl. So proud of you. Well stated. Yeah, this has been a great show. This is fun because I think it's, you know, it, it just keeps, I, I don't know, I just keep coming back to this idea that where our money goes is where our heart is. And it's so, biblical. Where so, your treasure is, right. there your heart is. So if is you also. were to look at, is, you were look at, look at the way you do your money each month, is there some set aside to spend with your spouse? And even if it's not a whole lot of money, because I know there's seasons in life where Pam and I would try to, you know, we've said this before on a show where we would try to make sure we're we are strict about bedtime with our children because they're ten and. Eight. And even when they were younger, we were strict about bedtime because that was our time mm-hmm. after they went to bed. And so our, our friends would be like, your kids are in bed at 7.30? I'm like, yes, they are. Because that gives because us a couple you made hours that a before priority. my wife gets tired. You, you made that time <laughs> a priority. <laughs> so, but yeah, so it's just, you can steal moments. Yep. And, and that's the important part. You can budget time. You can budget money. Absolutely. And making that investment will reap great dividends. It sure will. Well, once again... Thanks for taking some time out of your day. And those of you that are in the audience, thanks for taking some time out of heading to dinner to listen to us. We're glad you do. And anything we can do or we miss, please send us an email. Feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And we'll see you next time. We love you for listening.